Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing reconnecting after a breakup or after betrayal. So this is an extremely common phenomenon where you see partners will either break up and seek to reconnect later on. Uh, sometimes this is after a heartbreak or after infidelity or just simply after splitting and parting ways where each partner just wants to take some space and let's say heal, maybe go on an individual healing journey. So in this episode, I want to discuss some of the pitfalls that may occur when we're trying to reconnect with a partner whom we had a breakup with as well as some tips on how to reconnect after, uh, let's say, infidelity uh, or, or a breakup. So firstly, it's important to understand that as much as we might want to move on from the past and begin again with our partner, uh, the past experiences of hurts and feelings of betrayal and resentments, they need to be faced, confronted, communicated regarding, uh, and worked through before trust can fully be restored. As much as we may want to believe that this time, you know, we learned a lot of our lessons and we're going to try again and, and therefore it'll be different, let's say we have different intentions, and you know maybe there's many lessons that were learned, but ultimately what happens is our subconscious mind holds on to these wounds and the unresolved issues and conflicts, and what happens is they come up in ways in which we do not expect them. And these unresolved issues from the past can become barriers to opening up again, being vulnerable, and fully trusting, and creating a healthy relationship, relationship the second time around. In addition, we want to pay attention to why are we getting back together? You know, if we still have wounds, you know, unmet childhood needs, if we haven't done the inner healing work, we may be still attracted to the allure of what seems like a promising relationship. And while it does seem like it's healthier the second time around, because we have these wounds, we have these unconscious programs, we have these relationship patterns, uh, which ultimately have its own almost mind of its own. They have its own intelligence. Uh, what happens is that ultimately creeps its way to the forefront of the relationship if, we have not if we're not aware of it and we haven't done the healing work. And as a result of that, we want to pay attention to, okay, what is my intention in getting back together? Because oftentimes we can fool ourselves thinking that it'll be different the second time around when in reality, without doing that inner work, it'll be more of the same. Now, furthermore, we may be choosing the devil we know over the devil we don't. Uh, what, what I mean by this is going back to a relationship that we have already experienced, have experiences with another person. Uh, we already know how to navigate that toxicity or at least the dysfunction. And ultimately, when we are feeling alone, we feel, uh, let's say, feelings of low self-worth, at least in the beginning, this will seem to soothe those feelings. So getting back together, we might, again, deceive ourselves thinking that we are going to have a new relationship with different awareness and different patterns. But ultimately speaking, without that healing work, like I mentioned, we're going to fall back into old patterns of, of dysfunction and high reactivity and defenses because ultimately the core wounds and the relationship patterns have not been dealt with. Next, we may be looking for closure. So what happens is after betrayal, after a breakup, after a split, when there's not proper communication and just move, and, and ultimately there's not closure, uh, we, we need that closure. That cl closure is extremely powerful. And without it, what we do is we often seek it out through our partners that we are originally had a disconnect with. So in some instances, we 
confuse this need for closure with the desire to reconnect with this individual. You know, we think that the, or only our partner is the one who can give us that closure. And ultimately we keep going back to that individual because we're waiting for that closure. Now in some abusive instances, let's say in the case of a narcissistic abuser who's doing the narcissistic discard, will just one day decide, hey, I just don't want anything to do with you and, and, and throw you out like trash. You know, we crave our partner's connection. You can't just split off from somebody. You still have that love that's there. You still have that connection that you need to do the grieving work. You need to get that closure. So because that process of being discarded is so traumatic and in and of itself, you know, we'd rather a relationship with our abuser and have some sort of connection in the hopes that we can get that closure, uh, you know, instead of the silent treatment and feelings of shame that accompany being, being discarded. So when it comes to reconnecting with a former partner, it's so important to understand that if we re try to reconnect without grieving, going on a healing journey, healing our wounds, and becoming conscious of what attracted us to this relationship to begin with, you know, without correcting outdated and faulty relationship patterns that's, that stem back and date back to our family of origin from our childhood, we will most always guarantee the same results. We have to go inward. We have to correct those patterns of relating. We have to heal our childhood past uh, from our relationship, I'm sorry, our childhood wounds. We have to understand that we are going to manifest the state of consciousness that we are in. And that state of consciousness stems from the person we had to become in childhood and some of the negative emotions we had to absorb. So that stuff needs to be faced. You know, otherwise there will be always a momentum and a tendency to fall back into those patterns that led us to the, to the original breakup. So without doing this, inevitably we will play out our unconscious patterns of relating that stem back to childhood, no matter how much we try not to do that. So important that if we are codependent and if we lack an independent sense of self, we have to become independent and have an individuated sense of self because if not, we easily enmesh and we can't need this person. So we must develop a healthy relationship with our own sense of self first, knowing who we are, so self-awareness, being able to reflect on what your uh, shortcomings are, how you show up to the world, you know, what energy do you put out, um, learn how to trust yourself and develop a self-loving relationship with yourself. When you do that, you are less needy, you are less uh, wounded ultimately, and you won't tr attract a relationship that just replays that, but rather you can come from a place of wholeness and create that interconnection the second time around. Next, you wanna ask, okay, does this person bring me more joy? Do they add to my life and to my, to my future and what I wanna become, where I'm going, or do they keep you stuck? Obviously, love is one of the main factors in bringing us together with that other person, but love is simply not enough. It is about uh, helping each other grow and becoming separately your highest self and doing that work together. You know, the point of a relationship is to grow and to become your highest self, from my understanding, from my experiences. And, and regardless of how enjoyable the relationship is, you know, how, again, how much love there is, without a growth mindset, we are going to be held back from our full potential and all that relationship bliss and enjoyment that, that comes from reconnecting with somebody who uh, we, we love dearly, it can quickly turn into resentments and, and breakdowns, and which ultimately doesn't allow for a sustainable, healthy relationship. Next, it's so important to have a vision for your own life and identify if the person who you are reconnecting with uh, has a vision of their own. Or ultimately, are you changing your vision for them to fit into their vision? Or are they changing theirs for you, for, you, for your vision? You know, your, your visions should complement each other. You should both have self-awareness and have direction. And ultimately, the relationship that comes together shouldn't be a conflict. It shouldn't be a constant quarrel. And, and, and ultimately, when that happens, that, and that leads to breakdown. So it's so important to have an idea of where you want to go with your life and assure that the other person fits into that vision. It's so important to be aware of your issues, of the relationship issues, 
that occurred in the previous relationship and to assure that they don't negatively impact the relationship the next time around. You know, this can be very tricky because if we're unsure if it is the same problem coming up again, uh, which dismantled the relationship in the past, or maybe it's just falling back into an old pattern. So this is important and again, very tricky because if we are, if we had a relationship in the past and then we have indicators of the present relationship that are indicating that it's the same, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the same. Sometimes we just get creatures of habit and sometimes we get pulled back into habits. So it's, it's important to study and reflect on why the relationship did not work the first time and then learn those life lessons, heal those wounds, and then communicate together regarding how we can go into the future forward, moving forward in a way that allows us to learn from those mistakes and not further break us down. Now, this doesn't mean that we're ignoring old issues in the present relationship entirely. It also doesn't mean we're hyper-focusing on all the negativity, uh, you know, neg negative things that happened in the past, all the, all the hurts between the partners and uh, the fear of them happening again. So obviously there's a balance. Uh, we want to assure that we are setting boundaries with the people that you were in the past relationship and the per person who you are now and ultimately the person you are becoming. Uh, you know, again, we're learning from the past, the good and the bad, and and, and partners coming together uh, could actually be a very powerful, incredible healing process because when you have heartbreak in the past and you can come together and, and heal from that past relationship together, obviously having so many similar experiences, uh, it could be a very powerful healing relationship the second time around. Now, it's so important to not bring up old fights, old wounds, maybe old flaws or, or shortcomings or, or mis misdoings. You know, it's important to allow yourself and the relationship and your partner to have a fresh start with the lessons learned. If things do fall back to old patterns, you know, a trusted third party, let's say a life coach or a therapist could help mediate and create space so we can work through that stuff because second time around, again, there's probably stuff from the past, like I said, that haven't been resolved. So we want to be able to create a space where both parties feel safe to open up about those past hurts and uh, move past them so you can ultimately create a healing relationship. A lot of times the issues are old and outdated, and it comes down to being able to communicate between two parties about feelings, about hurts that need to be resolved in order to create that second uh, healthy relationship uh, together. And, you know, it's not a continuous relationship. It is a brand new relationship. Each of you have learned so much from the past relationship. And, and, and in essence, because of the last relationship, you've been able to uh, grow. So it's an important mindset that we don't drag that last relationship into the new one and allow the, the dysfunction, the past hurts to continue where it left off. Again, we want to set that boundary and realize that this is something new. And while there is stuff that may come up from the past, we can, we can move past it. We can grow. We can heal from it. In addition, because each partner has a comfort level and a baseline of past dysfunction, there will be ultimately an inclination to fall back into those old patterns. This does not mean the relationship is not working when this happens, but rather that there's work to do and that we need to heal. So important to forgive, forgive yourself and to forgive your partner to create a space where you each feel uh, forgiven from the past. You know, let go of past hurts. Realize that, like I said, you might fall back into, back into those old patterns. Give yourself and your partner and the relationship the ability to overcome the past and realize that people make mistakes. And by being able to create this space, it can really, again, create a powerful, powerful reconnection and, and a growth and a healing uh, relationship. And speaking of a healing and growth relationship, the second time around, you are each other's growth partner. And what you're doing is you're gonna wanna, you want to help each other reflect back wounds and unresolved conflicts and childhood, uh, let's say, dysfunctional defense mechanisms or patterns of relating that need healing. And, um, you know, find your own purpose. You know, you want to help each other grow, but ultimately you cannot live for each other. <laughs> the point is to identify who you are, 
seek out individual purposes and help each other reach your high, highest potential. So when we are reconnecting, we are reconnecting with the same person, but ultimately we are a different person because we're a person who's more self-aware, more healed. And if there's stuff that comes up that needs continuous healing, because you obviously know this person and know each other very well because you had a lot of experiences together and you can use the fact that you have this awareness of each other to reflect back and create that space of healing. So just to share some personal information, I actually, for those who don't know, I was married to my wife, Lauren, for about four years and we broke up. We uh, got a divorce and we were uh, separated for about two years and then we got back together and it's been about a year. So. I'm very familiar with this concept of a breakup and then reconnecting, very intimately aware of the pitfalls. And there are many, and ultimately it takes time and it is a process. It is not so simple, but because of the hard work and the tenacity, the focus and the patience and the compassion and the forgiveness that uh, Lauren and I have had for our past mistakes, we've been able to create this incredibly healing relationship where the past, if it does come up, then we understand that it needs healing, but we don't let it pull us back into the old ways of operating. And this has been powerful. This has been incredibly healing for myself and Lauren. And uh, this is something that I would be more than honored to assist you and your partner if you are looking to get back together after a breakup, after betrayal. The way I see it is that when these things happen, when we have a breakdown in our relationships and we are torn apart from our partner, whether it's on purpose or not, there's always hurts and there's going to be usually projection and blaming each other. But at the end of the day, if we go inward and we learn about ourselves and we understand how we show up, why we attracted this relationship and what life lessons we can learn and we take responsibility, then when we are doing that and we are going on the, in the direction of our higher self, of our authentic self, of our dreams, of our growth, of our bliss, of our happiness, then there's no reason why two people who have had past hurts in the past can't come together and create this relationship, which uh, is, is incredible. It's incredibly healing. Ultimately, when you have many experiences like this together, you, you obviously, you, you have a lot of memories and you have a lot of shared pain and that shared pain can be turned into shared healing. So if this is a struggle for you, be more than honored to assist you and your partner in creating this relationship after a breakup or after betrayal. So please do allow me to assist you in this process of healing if you would like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so feel free to reach out to me directly and discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.